The previous couple of Mishnahis discussed things which are forbidden to be done on Cholamoyed because they will lead to one being sad over Cholamoyed and Yomtev. And it's a mitzvah to rejoice on the Yomtev and that includes Cholamoyed. The focus of this Mishnah is the exact opposite. And this Mishnah is based on a rule in Orvin Simcha Besimcha. It is forbidden to mix one joyous occasion with another reason to be joyous. And because of that, one cannot do things which will lead to a great amount of joy on Yom Tov. And the reason is so that one focuses on rejoicing with the Yom Tov. A nice Noshim, it's forbidden to get married to a woman by Moed and Cholamoyed. Whether it be a woman who had never been married before, or if it's a widow even, even though the joy which one gets from marrying a widow is less than the joy which he gets from marrying a woman who had never been married before. It's also forbidden to do Yibum. Yibum is when a man dies without children, and there is a mitzvah on the man's brother to marry the widow of that man who had died. So although certainly the joy which the brother will get from marrying the woman is less than the joy which one gets from marrying a woman which he chooses, and especially since this comes as a result of his brother dying, which is a sad occurrence, nevertheless he still does get joy from marrying a new wife, and he will be distracted from having the joy of the Yontav, and fulfilling the mitzvah of the because he will be too busy enjoying and rejoicing with his new wife, which is a different cause for joy. However, says the Mishnah, he is permitted to remarry the woman who he had divorced, since he was already married to her before. Just bringing her back and remarrying her is not a massive cause for joy, and therefore he will not be distracted from the joy of Yom Tov. Something which is done for one's physical needs is permitted, just like it's certainly f- permitted to prepare anything for food. It's also permitted to perform work for the sake of his physical needs. And because of that, a woman can do things for her beauty on Cholamoyed. For example, putting on makeup and removing hair. Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Huda says, She cannot apply crushed lime, some sort of solution containing lime. She cannot place that onto her body, which she would do in order to remove the hair from her body. And she would leave the lime there for a few days, and then when she would take it off, the hair on the body would be removed. Rabbi Huda says this is forbidden to do so on Cholamayed, because although once she takes it off, she'll be more happy, as long as she actually has it on her body, her beauty has decreased, because it makes her look not pretty, and it is a cause for sadness and distress during Yom Tov itself, since she needs to keep this on for a few days, so it is forbidden on Cholamayed. Mishnachess, as we have mentioned earlier on in this parak, one of the reasons to permit performing work on Cholamayed is if it is for the sake of the Yom Tov, However, one can't just perform any work for the sake of Yom Tov. For example, a Maisa Uman, an activity done in a professional way, if let's say that requires a particular skill, and somebody who is skilled at doing it performs that activity, that is forbidden. Only a Maisa Hediot, something done in an unprofessional way, only that would be permitted for the sake of Yom Tov. And so the Mishnah says, Hat a regular person who is not skilled at sewing, Toifer Kedarka, he can sew something in his regular way for the sake of Yom Tov, since his regular way of sewing is not considered skilled or professional. But for Ha'uman, a professional who is skilled at sewing, Machlev needs to sew it in a jagged way. He can't sew with even stitches in a straight line. He should make it wonky on purpose, in order that it not be considered a Maisa Uman. 
Interestingly, the word machlev comes from the word kelev, dog, because dog's teeth go up and down. They are different lengths. And so here too, he should sew it like a dog's teeth, meaning that it should not be even or in a straight line. Continues the Mishnah, most of the beds which were made in those days, the support of the bed was similar to woven material. There would be ropes or cords, which were sort of woven together. There would be lots of gaps in between the ropes, but it was very similar to a woven piece of material, and that would be what would support the bed. So the Mishnah says, Misorgen es hamitois. One can set up these ropes for the support of the bed, as long as it's for the sake of Yom Tov, since it's not something which requires skill or to be a professional. However, Rabbi Yosef says, and we're going to read the Mishnah without the word af. Most versions of the Mishnah do not have the word af. Rabbi Yosef says, one can fasten and tighten the ropes once they've already been set up, because that certainly does not require any skill. But to set them up in the first place, that is forbidden according to Rabbi because it is considered to be on some degree a Maisa Uman, a professional form of work which does require some skill. Mishnah Tess, although we just said that in general, something which is for the sake of Yom Tov can only be done if it is a Maisa Hedyat, if it's done in an unprofessional way, but not if it's a Maisa Uman, if it's done in a professional, skilled manner. This coming Mishnah teaches us that when it comes to food preparation, we are more lenient. And even if it's something which is a Maisa Uman, and even if it requires a Tircha Maruba, a large amount of effort, it is still permitted as long as it is for the sake of food. Ma'amidin Tanur, one can set up a oven. A Tanur is a cone-shaped oven which is more narrow at the top. And as it goes down, it becomes more wide. The Kirayim and a stove. Kirayim refers to a stove with space for two pots. The Rechayim and a millstone. For crushing grain, one can set up these things by Moed on Cholamoyed, even though they are a Maisa Uman. And even though it's a Tircham Arubah, since it's for the sake of food, it is permitted. Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda says, It is forbidden to make marks in the stones of the millstone to begin with, meaning if there is a millstone which is new, the way that it works is that you have two stones, quite large stones, and one of them stays still, and the other stone uh, moves around and crushes the grain which is placed in between the two stones. Now for the millstone to work well, the stones can't be smooth, and so they would make lots of marks and grooves in the stones in order that they work better. Now according to Yehuda, since that requires a lot of effort, and also skill to make the right uh, marks so that the millstone works in an effective way, it is therefore forbidden on Cholomoyed, and the reason may be that this requires a lot of effort. To make these marks in the stones, which is very, very hard, this requires a very large amount of effort, and it is therefore forbidden, even if it is the Tzorah HaMoyed, even if it is for the sake of Yom Tov. Mishnah Yud, the first couple of examples of this Mishnah are Dover HaOved, something which can be done, because if it is not done, then the person will lose out a lot. And in these cases of Dover HaOved, they cannot be done as a Maisa Uman, in a professional, skilled way since the loss can be prevented even in an unprofessional way. So for example, there is an obligation in the Torah that if one has a roof where people can go onto, for example, if it's a flat roof, then there's an obligation to build a ma'ake, some sort of wall or fence around the roof, in order to prevent people from falling off and to avoid that danger. So that's an obligation, number one. And number two, it is dangerous not to do so. And therefore, oisin ma'ake lagag, one can construct a fence for the roof, Vlamir Peses, 
or for a balcony, it's also an obligation to build a market for a balcony. However, you can only do so as a Maisa Hedjat in an unprofessional, unskilled way, which basically means that he should do it temporarily now. He can put maybe pile up some stones there or placing sticks there, but not cementing anything in place, which would require skill and that would be done permanently. Since he can just do it in a temporary way, and then after Yom Tov to do it properly, that is all that is permitted on Cholomoyed. We cannot do it in a professional, skilled manner. Alright, continuing the discussion of a flat roof. Flat roofs were covered and coated with clay. There was a layer of clay on top of the roof, and every so often there would be cracks in the clay which would allow rain to come through into the house. Now if rain comes into the house then it can damage the house, and damage the roof even more, that is considered to be a Dover Ha'aved. Now in general, when there are cracks on the clay, so one would take a large roller and roll plaster on top of the clay. However, just on Cholomod itself, that's not necessary. Especially since anyway, it's not certain that it's going to rain. So the mission says, It's permitted to cover and roll plaster onto the cracks in the clay. Literally this means, with a roller, this large tool which they would use to plaster the roof, or he can do it with his hand or with his foot. Now if we were to read it like that, then it doesn't make so much sense that the Mishnah would be telling us, after the Mishnah tells us that you can use this professional tool, the Mishnah says you can also use your hand and foot. Obviously, if you can use the actual tool, then certainly you can do it in the unusual manner with your hand and foot. And so the Mephoshim explained that actually it should be read that you can only use your hand and your foot, even if, at the end of the day, it will be basically the same as if you used the roller. Even if the result will be the same, nevertheless, the actual action is done with a difference, a shinui, it's done in an unusual manner, and that's the only way it can be done on Cholomoyed, Avalo Machlotzayim. Machlotzayim is another type of roller, which is used by professionals to plaster the roof. Avalo Machlotzayim, he cannot use this tool, since that is unnecessary to do it in the professional way. Even though with most occasions of Dover Ha'oved, or at least in many occasions, one can even do a Maisa Uman, a professional work. Nevertheless, here, since it is not totally necessary, it is therefore forbidden. Continues the Mishnah, Hatsir, a hinge v'hatsinur. This is the part which is attached to the door frame, and the hinge of the door goes into this part of the door frame. V'hakaira, the beam which is directly above the door, v'hamanul. A lock, or a key, which have been broken, one is permitted to fix them on Cholomoyed, even if it requires a Maisa Uman, a professional work, since this is a Dover Ha'oved, because people could come into the house and steal things. So it would need to be fixed as soon as possible, even if it requires a Maisa Uman, since it is a Dover Ha'oved, it is permitted. Uvulvad, as long as, says the Mishnah, a very important exception. That he does not intend on performing this work on Cholomoyed. Meaning, if let's say something, this thing breaks a week before Cholom- a week before Yom Tov, and instead of fixing it immediately, he says, you know what, I know I'm going to be off work for a week soon, and I'll have loads more time on Cholomoyed, so I'll just fix it on Cholomoyed. If he does that, then it's forbidden to do so on Cholomoyed. That is very much against the spirit of the Yom Tov to plan on doing these things on Cholomoyed. So if he did that, then it would be forbidden and ends off the Mishnah and the Perek, v'chol kavoshin, any food which is generally pickled, shehu yochel le'echol mehen ba'moyed, that he is able to eat it on the Yom Tov, 
meaning it does not take a long time to pickle. There are some things which can take a very long time to pickle. So you wouldn't be able to start doing that on Cholamoyed, because it wouldn't be ready in time for Yom Tov. However, if it would be ready in time for Yom Tov, then Kovshan, it is permitted to pickle them on Yom Tov, since it is considered to be Lutzorah Hamoyed. We see from this last example of the Perek that it's important to remember that the default position is that all work is forbidden on Cholamoyed. Just like on Yom Tov, it's forbidden to do work other than for the sake of food preparation. The same applies on Cholamoyed. Then there are is, there is certain reasons to permit. For example, a Dover HaOved, or if it's a Tzorchei Rabbim, a Tzorchei Yom Tov, all of these terms which we have learned over the past Perek. But we see from here that just pickling, which doesn't require a lot of effort or anything, but at the end of the day it's considered to be a melacha, a form of work, and therefore the default is that it is forbidden, and only if it is a tzorcha etc., only then would it be permitted.